Hey there, Wisco fans. Erica here. Welcome to the first bonus episode of Beer, Cheese, and Murder. The truth of the matter is that I'm new to this whole podcasting thing, which is making a podcast and not just listening to one. One of the things I'm still figuring out is timing. When my crew and I met to record the first episode, I covered a lot more facts about Wisconsin that I wasn't able to include in the final episode. So, that said, for anyone who is interested in learning more about good old Wisconsin, this is for you. Enjoy. Wisco facts. Here we go. Wisconsin officially became a state on May 29th, 1848. It is the 23rd largest state by area and the 20th largest by population. Um, I believe the last uh, available census numbers put the population at about 5,822,434. It is also known as the Badger State and America's Dairyland. State symbols, the state animal is the badger. The state bird is the American Robin. (laughs) And the mosquito. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, State domestic animal, if you couldn't guess, is the dairy cow. Um, The state fish is the muskie or muskellunge. And there's actually a uh, giant muskie museum in Hayward, Wisconsin. So I think there's a picture of me in it when I was like four. (laughs) Hayward is actually our up north. (laughs) Uh, the state insect is the honeybee, which uh, some interesting fact there is that my grandpa and my dad were actually beekeepers. So growing up, we actually had a beehive in our yard and we harvested our own honey. So we had a lot of honey growing up, um, which is probably why we didn't have issues with allergies until we moved. Um, <laughs> well, you they were ahead of their time because now beekeeping, like in the past several it's, years. Yeah. And- yeah, so I, I I have a vision of convincing Sean at some point to get a beehive in our yard um, because I feel like we have a big enough piece of property for it. I could totally uh, see you doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and cool. there are there's been a lot of advances in terms of how to do it in less invasively mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. But also too, if he ever gets back into making wine, you can actually use honey in place of sugar in the winemaking process so all right how can we uh speed up that decision (laughs) (laughs) we want to drink your homemade wine on a future episode right yeah (laughs) we'll get on sean about that yeah So on the note about it helping with allergies, so the reason for this is that it's honey is made with the local pollen, so it kind of introduces the allergens to your system by doing that. And I actually had a coworker um, when I went to Brazil for work, there was a coworker of mine that I was going with who had been there previously, and that was his like one recommendation when I got there was to get some honey like right away because that would help with any issues um, with allergies. Uh, the other thing too about honey is that it is also great for sore throats. So that yeah. was always like our remedy when we were sick is you always got a spoonful of honey before bed. So yeah, and I want to say our pediatrician um, recommended like buckthorn, I want to say, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, there's like a lot of like for babies and stuff, they don't have a lot of like actual medicine that you can have. So there's a lot of um 
like natural remedies that you can buy. And I feel like they're definitely like honey based, I would say. So, all right. So back to state symbols. So the state tree is a sugar maple. Um, so you'll see plenty of maple trees in Wisconsin. The wildlife animal is the white tailed deer. So Bambi. <laughs> Um, some facts about deer, the post hunt deer population estimate in Wisconsin after the 2019 hunting season was 1,311,100 in 2020, there were 820,299 hunting licenses issued. So you're still, I think five, roughly 500,000 short of the deer population. And then of those 820, roughly 1,000 hunting licenses, 569,203 were for gun licenses specifically. And then the other licenses were for bow and like crossbow, et cetera. Um, of the 820,299 licenses issued, only 93,312 were for women. So it's definitely mostly men, but I will say that it noted that that number of female hunters was actually an increase from previous hunting seasons. So I guess more women are getting into it than in the past. Maybe it had to do with the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Their only way of getting outside and seeing people were to go yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, hunting suits. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh so uh one question i did have for you guys is how many of you have hit a deer or know someone who has did you I say hits hits yeah. yeah like in a car oh my husband did yeah on his brand new truck like yeah. six, three months after he bought it yep that was just within the past two years yikes yeah oh, i didn't know that that's terrifying it wasn't too yeah. bad so i mean when i say yeah. that uh, because um it's a bigger truck but right yeah. had it been a car well wait it was a big truck and a small deer oh, <laughs> yeah. so i actually i feel like it must be something about the vehicle because for me i hit a deer this was uh gosh the summer before sean and i met um, so I had just bought my first brand new car. So I was early twenties. Of course it had to be a brand new car. It was Always. like six months old and it was the very first like new car I'd ever bought. And I hit a deer on the way home from Manaqua. So I was a good two hours away from home going 70 miles an hour down the highway. And it like literally ran out of nowhere off the side of the road. I hit that baby full on. Um, I was fine. The car was not, <laughs> um, I ended up having to be towed. The good thing about that whole situation, I would say is that I hit the deer so fast and so hard. There's no way it would have, it, it had to have been quick, which my poor heart couldn't handle it if it hadn't been. Um, but my dad um, and mom, my parents had to come and get me, <laughs> pick me up, which of course my dad was like complaining the whole way home how inconvenient it was for him. <laughs> but I think that was his way of showing that he was worried about me. I don't know. How dare you hit <laughs> that deer way up north? <laughs> well, I honestly, I would say that he was irritated that it was so far away from home because, and it was June, so he couldn't keep the deer meat. 
So it was like, you had to go and hit a deer, but you couldn't hit it somewhere convenient where I could keep it. Um, and then the funny thing is, is the state trooper who came and picked me up um, was actually from Muskego. So from our hometown, oh. isn't oh. that crazy? And um, according to him, most deer accidents occur in the months of June and July. I don't know statistically if that's true, but that's what he had said. So, and after well, that, have, I've never hit one, fortunately. Yeah, seriously, they come out of nowhere. And I feel like before that accident, I never saw a deer along the side of a road. And afterwards, I saw them everywhere. It was like, I don't know if I was just more aware or what, but I'm super paranoid about hitting deer now. And I actually saw a car hit a deer not that long ago, right in front of us. Um, so that was sad. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, and I hit deer on, uh, after I dropped the kids off at, at our uh, babysitters. I was on Highway 36 around H. So I was going 55, 60 miles per hour. And all of a sudden it just came from the left and it was just all of a sudden there and did about $1,700 damage to the, to the truck. And then John was just mainly concerned about, well, are the kids okay? And I said, well, it was after I dropped the kids off. And I thought he was going to be mad at me because I hit the deer and he goes, no, as long as you and the kids are okay, that's all that matters. And yeah. was he able was he able to keep the meat on that that's one? Is that why it was okay? <laughs> he actually was. But, <laughs> and of course, him and his father had to take pictures of me with the deer on the back of the the truck. Like and, it was you know, intentional. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh really? Tell him how much of a dick he was about it. Oh, and then he also, because it was a female, he also kept saying that, well, her her Bambi was on the side of the road looking for her. So I actually yeah. believed him and it wasn't until he was joking. Yeah, like not, joking, not but funny. I took him seriously. It wasn't later on until I found out that no, yeah, he didn't actually see it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, my dad has a very odd sense of humor when it comes to jokes. So, got any other deer stories before we move on with additional Wisconsin facts? Nope. <laughs> so that was probably more than we ever wanted to know about deer, but we also have more than we ever wanted to know about the state of Wisconsin. So uh, Wisconsin has more than 15,000 lakes, almost 3% of the state's area, nearly 1 million acres is lakes. Uh, actually within that about 6.4 million acres of Lakes Michigan and Superior also lie within Wisconsin borders. So we have a bit of the Great Lakes as well. There are 66 state park units and state park units are a combination of state parks and state recreation areas. Um, together they can make up more than uh, 60,000 acres. And there's an additional 471,329 acres of state forest. Some of our state park units have national recognition. So we have the Ice Age National Scientific Reserve um, status. We have Chippewa Moraine State Recreation Area, Devil's Lake State Park, 
interstate state park. And then we also have some that are national historic landmarks. And they also are both Native American archeological sites. So that's Aztalan and then Copper Culture. So we talked a bit about um, hunting with the hunting licenses for deer and we talked about the lakes. So uh, it should be no surprise that hunting and fishing are big um, tourist attractions as is camping with our state park units and national forests. Um, some other main areas of tourism include 26 casinos, uh, we also have the Wisconsin Dells, which is considered the, or self-proclaimed, I should say, water park capital of the world. Noah's Ark Water Park is actually America's largest water park with 70 acres, 5 million gallons of water, and three miles of water slides. Um, and near and dear to this particular group, the Wisconsin Dells is actually outside of COVID times, the location of the annual Wisconsin Towing Association Tow Show. Oh yeah, get that in there, nice. Yeah, <laughs> gotta, gotta get that in there. Um, another big area for tourism within Wisconsin is Door County. Um, obviously there's a lot up there now. Uh, lots of wineries are big, there's trolley tours. Um, all sorts of fun stuff, but I almost don't want to promote it too much because I don't I feel like that already has a lot of tourists up there. <laughs> yeah, Terry, stay back in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might hit a deer, your first deer, when you go right. up through Wisconsin to Dorco. Oh, no, I, there, it's really easy over by Mike and Beaver Dam. Oh, yeah. They are all over the place. That's true. Roads. That's I true. hate yeah. driving at night around here. That's like the worst time. Um, another big area of tourism in Wisconsin, we have Summerfest, which is the world's largest music festival. At one point in time, it actually was recognized in the Guinness Book of World Records as the largest music festival. I sense it, think it had since had a different music festival that was larger, but I don't know if that was like a recurring one or not, whereas Summerfest is recurring every year. Um, each year- Usually. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Usually. Usually, um, when you're not in the middle of a global pandemic, yes. <laughs> um, when it does occur, so when we're not having a global pandemic, each year it attracts roughly 800,000 people. It has 12 stages, and over the course of 11 days, there are over 1,000 performances. So it brings in a lot of big names and is also a great way to showcase a lot of local artists as well. So most of the performances are more local artists. Um, some of the more famous artists of the past include Paul McCartney, The Rolling Stones, Tina Turner, Metallica, Whitney Houston, Aerosmith, Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Imagine Dragons. Was that Lady Gaga? <laughs> I was at the Rolling Stones. John saw Britney Spears there. <laughs> of course, Sean saw Britney yes, Spears, so and none of us did as females. <laughs> oh, and then many more, obviously. Um, some of the prominent businesses in Wisconsin include oh. Harley Davidson, Miller Brewing Company, Culver's, Marcus Theaters, and Kohler, and also Kohl's, I guess, for that matter. Um, obviously, there's many more, but those are some big ones. 
Erica, can I just say back to Summerfest? Well, Anne, Harley, and Miller, is that yeah. when I was in Ireland, oh my gosh, many, many years ago, um, when we said we were from Milwaukee, the guy's like, don't you have some big music festival there? <laughs> like in Ireland. That's so awesome. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, one thing I also wanted to note is that it has a strong history or Wisconsin has a strong history of commercial fishing industry. Um, I think especially on the Great Lakes themselves. So Lake Michigan in particular. So my dad is actually a fourth generation commercial fisherman. So he stopped when we were pretty little, but um, our great, great grandfather, when he came over from Prussia, um, he was a commercial fisherman off the Baltic Sea over there. And then he and his brothers were commercial fishermen here. So just passed down through the generations. So um, it, since the regulations and overfishing, it's not nearly as strong as it used to be, mm -hmm. um, but it's still um, a pretty big industry. Um, Wisconsin has 85 colleges and universities. UW-Madison is the state's largest public institution with 42,180 students on record uh, having been registered in the fall of 2010. It is also my alma mater. And Marquette University is the largest private college. Some sports for Wisconsin, which oh, I almost forgot. Wait, wait, we have to back up there. You're not mentioning the um, Wisconsin's Pioneer College. Carroll College in Waukesha. Oh, yeah. so University. In oh, yeah. University. I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. <laughs> Sorry, Erica. Carroll College alumni. Oh, yeah, because that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so one thing I added in here, which I almost forgot to include, which tells you exactly what I think about sports, but um, so Wisconsin sports highlight. <laughs> that'll, yeah. that'll be my section of the podcast. Right. If anybody needs <laughs> to know about Wisconsin sports, True just that. come to me. Dina's got your answers. Yeah, Dina B's got it. <laughs> yeah. So obviously Green Bay Packers would be the big, big name there. We have Milwaukee Brewers, Milwaukee Bucks and UW Badgers, which I didn't say specifically football because it's important to note that there's a lot of really great sports teams coming out of UW Madison mm -hmm. um, with hockey and volleyball and all that jazz. So basketball, obviously Big Ten. March Madness is coming up. Yay. Very soon. Um, uh, famous Wisconsinites, we have Liberace, Chris Farley, Orson Welles, Gene Wilder, um, Willem Dafoe. Harry really? Houdini. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I knew Houdini. Okay. I was wondering. I think if Willem Dafoe was Appleton or something like that. Hmm. I have a coworker who is from Appleton and I think his, one of his parents may have gone to school with him or something like that. So is Tom um, Wopat on your list? Because oh, as kids, Tom. having one of the Dukes of Hazard be from Lodi was a really mm. big deal. I did not know that. Yes. Thank you for that. Tom intel. Wopat, former, former Duke boy. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> just changed uh, myself for anybody that can't see me on this podcast. I'm very, very old. <laughs> uh, Harry Houdini, Laura Ingalls Wilder, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Tony Shalhoub, 
is from, I believe, Green Bay, Les Paul, and then the famous architect, Frank Lloyd Wright, also, which I believe there's actually a murder case that we could cover associated with Frank Lloyd Wright and one of his... Well, I hope it's not at my brother Brant's house. Right. No, right. Darn, that would have been much easier. I don't know. Well, not, I think, not in Andy's uh, well-articulated uh, uh, closet or, or re, uh, redone bathroom. No, nope, not at their house. No. You might freak her out. She might have to move after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I made a swan towel animal one time when I was over there. It freaked them out oh for sure. <laughs> I could have said it was a ghost. Well, folks. That's all the Wisco facts we have for today's bonus episode. If you're interested in learning more facts about Wisconsin, listen in to the first episode and join me for each new episode as we will cover a new Wisco fact each time before diving into our true crime case. If you have a fact about Wisconsin or about your own hometown that you'd like to share or that you'd like me to share on the podcast, please send it to me at contact at beercheeseandmurderpodcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Make sure to check out the website at beercheeseandmurderpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at beercheeseandmurderpod. Until next time, eat, drink, and be wary. cheese and murder would like to thank the references that make this podcast possible a full list of references can be found on our website at beer cheese and murder podcast.com mm-hmm.